Welcome to A Healthy Conversation with Ben Meskam. I've used Garcinia Plus, which is a supplement to help you naturally suppress your appetite. I've also used one called Forever Therm. This is another supplement that helps to increase your metabolism naturally, so it helps you to process the food more effectively. Welcome to A Healthy Conversation with Ben. And today's guest, I'm really pleased to welcome someone, a lady called Michelle James, that I know really well. Perhaps you want to introduce yourself to the listener. Okay, so my name is Michelle James and um, my company that I work with is called I Love Me. I'm a business developer with Forever Living, um, an aloe vera company. And um, I know Ben, he's my personal trainer. So that's how we how we know each other and how we've sort of developed a relationship over the last few months. So I'm just going to dive straight in with a quote that I've heard. There was a, a Greek physician or doctor I called Hippocrates. Let food be thy medicine. And I'm curious, Michelle, what do you think he meant by that? This is really about having a balanced diet. So fresh fruit, veg, lean meat, lots of salads and maybe some carbohydrates. They all contribute to a healthy body. So ensuring that we have a nutritionally balanced diet helps to contribute to the body working more effectively. And it also helps the body to recover. So, for example, you know that people say, oh, you should have chicken soup if you've got a cold. Well, chicken has got an amino acid called cysteine, which is released when soup is made. And what that does, it helps them to thin the mucus in the lungs. And obviously, chicken is a great source of protein for your muscles, too, which helps to strengthen your muscles and make you well. So what you put into your body affects how your body works. So I think if you're having nutritionally balanced diet, you're having foods that aren't highly processed, it helps your body to work effectively and helps to either prevent illness or to aid recovery from any illness. So in the West, what do you think of our diets in general then in Western society? I think we've got an over-reliance on processed foods. Processed foods are very convenient, sort of stick it in the microwave, don't have to worry about any preparation time. But the problem with these sorts of foods is that they are highly salted, got lots of sugar, because in the process of making them, all the nutrients go and the taste goes. So they have to have added salt and added sugar. So consequently, your body gets all the calories it needs from the food, but it gets none of the nutritional content So people find that by having this type of food, they're quite sluggish, their skin and well-being is quite poor. And I think that we've got a whole generation of people who are over-reliant on those sorts of fast foods. Eating fresh vegetables and nice meat and fish is a much better better way of eating. So I do do think that there is an over-reliance on that. And don't get me started on sugary drinks. (laughs) I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, but there's a programme, a documentary called Supersize Me. Basically, it's about a guy who tried to live on mcdonald's other fast food joints are available but he tried to live on fast food for uh, 30 days and essentially his doctors towards the end of 30 days said it was basically killing him i've never seen it but i do know that he was advised by the doctors at the end of it because he was malnourished so obviously that that highly processed food wasn't giving him any of the nutrition that he needed to survive really now i've seen a a, a sort of a youtube documentary of mcdonald's and they put it in a They put the burger and the chips to this sort of canister and left it to rot. And three weeks later, it hadn't rotted. So I think the preservatives that are in the foods are sort of uh, blocking any nutritional content at all. So Um, I had a bell jar with another burger and that rotted. Um, (laughs) And then the bell jar with the McDonald's, it looked just like it'd come out out the shop. 
plenty of preservatives there then what would you say your kind of attitude and approach to food is then oh i love food <laughs> but everything in moderation um I, I don't people don't know but i've been trying to lose weight over the last few months so i've been on a calorie controlled diet to help me to to lose weight you know the fewer calories you have and more exercise you do the more likely you are to lose weight but I've really ensured that my body's had the correct nutritional content and I've done that with um, drinking aloe vera gel and using appropriate supplements I've also reduced my alcohol intake so no alcohol during the week and maybe one or two glasses of wine at the weekend if if at all and thanks to you Ben I've been drinking more water than ever (laughs) we did that assessment right at the beginning of of our, our journey together and it really highlighted how dehydrated I was. And actually, when I thought I was hungry, what I was was thirsty. So by having a good intake of water, it's helping to maintain my weight. Reduce my alcohol intake. I hardly have any any alcohol at all now. I don't have anything during the week and maybe one or two glasses in the evening at the weekend, if at all. And and thanks to you, Ben, um, I've increased my water intake. We did an assessment right at the beginning of our journey really highlighted to me how I wasn't really hydrated and when I was thinking I was hungry actually what was what it was was I was thirsty um, and I suppose my attitude to food is that it's my way of life it's not a live you know denying myself food I love food so if I want something I'll eat it but it'll be in moderation and it's a, a new way of, of, of thinking really so yeah food's great. How do you ensure then you as far as possible you, you do eat a balanced diet because obviously we all have time constraints on us? Yeah, so planning, really, looking at what I'm going to have in the week. I know I've got a a calorie intake every day. So uh, planning what I'm going to have, making sure I've got the the fruit and vegetables available. So it's not a a case of grabbing something else and not having sugary snacks or anything like that. Not that I have them, but any temptations in the house. So planning, I think, is the main thing. If you set your mind to something, you can achieve anything. Do you think that what you eat can affect your energy levels then oh gosh definitely yeah our body's like an engine if you put fatty sugary salty foods processed foods into your body it'll clog it up and by clogging it up it will make you sluggish you know the gut is the most important part of your body um it affects your ability to digest food your mood it also affects how your body absorbs nutrients so having a clogged up gut makes you sluggish makes that engine sluggish and it also affects your mood it can make you really uh, low it can make your skin your nails your hair um quite quite bad so and obviously your energy levels if you if you're having to spend all your energy processing the food that you've eaten you've digested it's um going to use up that energy and you won't have anything for anything else so definitely what you eat affects affects your energy levels uh, that's really interesting uh and um... I mean, do you think that most people really realise how what they're putting into their bodies can affect things like their mood and their energy levels? I think there's a growing awareness of it, but I don't I don't think that's sort of taught at schools. Um, the people who are who have got an interest in in um, their body will know about that. But uh, if you just look at what people eat. You know, if, you, if you're eating a, a highly processed snack bar or you're having an apple, you know, the, the, the calorie difference, you may be getting a, a nice buzz from the sugar um, in, in the calorie bar, but then your body's got to digest all of that stuff. Whereas an apple, you just get what you need, it gives you exactly what you need and, and away you go. 
So, uh, yeah, I think people have got a lot to learn about gut health and how, how, especially how it affects your mood. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe they need to start teaching it in, in schools. And you can I'm, see it with little children, you know, if you've got a, a toddler and it's having a tempered tantrum, it could be because they're hungry or they're, you know, or they're thirsty. I'm quite interested to know if and what supplements you take. Okay, so whilst I've been losing weight, I've used a few supplements to support my diet. I've used Garcinia Plus, which is a supplement to help you naturally suppress your appetite. I've also used one called Forever Therm. This is another supplement that helps to increase your metabolism naturally. So it helps you to process the food more effectively. I have a daily shake, a protein shake, which I mix with soya milk, berries and a forever green supplement. So a super green supplement. And mainly so that I know that I've got the my recommended daily allowance of everything. I know I'm having a reduced calorie diet as well. So I'll have a, a salad or I'll have um, a quarter of my plate carbohydrate and the rest either lean, lean meat or fish and, and, and a salad. So they, they've been helping me to, to do that. Yeah. So but generally speaking, the supplements that I have outside of uh, the losing weight is I drink my aloe vera gel every day. I also use an Omega supplement called Arctic Sea. And in the winter, I have a little shot of what we call pomestine power, which is high in vitamin C and antioxidants. And that's just really to boost my immune system and to battle off those colds. So I think the last time I was ill was in November last year. I had a really bad cold, but I don't, I don't tend to, to get ill. And the supplements aren't there to substitute what I have. So, for example, the, the shake isn't a replacement meal. It's just a snack. Um, and it's there to um, enhance what I'm eating rather than to to take it away. It's interesting. I think you mentioned something with some vitamin C. And I heard the other day that um, two of the big things that a lot of people who've suffered with COVID or got really ill with COVID, quite a lot of them were deficient or low on vitamin C and vitamin D. Um, I don't know if you've heard anything like that or at all. I've, I've, I've not. And the only article that someone passed to me because I know I'm a bit of an aloe addict was that one of the amino acids that you find um, in um, the aloe vera gel apparently has been proven to to fight off the COVID strain but I don't know how true it is uh, but now I haven't I haven't seen that so I'd be interested to 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 read up on that but obviously yeah. if you if you if your body's um, ingesting the right amount of vitamins minerals um, amino acid then um, your body's fit for fighting anything really yeah no definitely so um i think you describe yourself uh as an aloe addict yeah. what, what exactly do you mean tell me more no, i'm just passionate about the um benefits of aloe vera i drink their stabilized in a leaf gel every day um, and what that does it naturally cleanses my digestive system um so it supports optimum gut, gut health so I have a lot of energy, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, great skin, great nails and great hair. I also use it as a moisturiser. I clean my teeth with it. I wash my hair with it. <laughs> and I've, I found, you know, it also helps to heal your skin. So if I've um, had any cuts or um, scolded myself or had any bites, it helps to um, ease that. So I've always got a tube of it in my handbag. In fact, the, the Japanese translation of aloe vera is no need for a doctor. Um, oh, really? and I loved it 
Yeah, I, I love it so much that I, I joined the company, as they say. <laughs> so now I'm one of their distributors. I do know that my wife uses one of the, I think it's like a moisturising gel or something. And um, she she does like it because she asked me to get her some more of it. So what got you into aloe vera in the first place? That's something I'm curious to know. Okay, so my friend had IBS and she got introduced to drinking the gel. And within, I think, just under three weeks of drinking the gel consistently, all of her symptoms for IBS went. And she went, Michelle, Michelle, you've got to try this. You've got to try this. I had very dry skin. And I tried it and I realised within two, three weeks that I'd be drinking it every day because I really started to notice a difference. I used to have really cracked um, skin on my knuckles and they used to bleed. Um, you've got young kids washing up all the time and all of that went so I knew I'd be drinking it all the time and then she introduced me to the business side of the company and I realized that by joining the company get a 35% discount on products that I'd be using daily Um, but then also within a year I'll make back any money that I've spent on the products that I've had so it's a bit bit of a no-brainer for me and uh, it's just strength to strength really okay fantastic so what um tips could you give someone maybe who was struggling to eat well or healthily have you got any tips that they could start to apply to their lives straight away it's you know let's say they might not be able to buy supplements or whatever at the moment because some people haven't got a lot of money well i think everybody's journey is different and um what i would recommend is that it's all about your mindset And there's a strategy called WHOOP, W-O-O-P, that's helped me a lot. The W stands for why. So really thinking about why you want to do this change, you know, to have eat healthily and emotionally attach yourself to that reason that's driving you to want to eat well. The first O stands for outcome. So spend time thinking about what the outcomes for eating well would be for you. Is it to make you healthier, to get more energy, to have an optimum weight and really visualize and see yourself in the outcome and imagine what it would be like to eating well and achieving. And that's where you think about what could prevent you from eating healthily. So we mentioned before about temptation or no time to prepare and really narrow that down and think about these and how what's important for you that could be an obstacle and what could prevent you from achieving that goal. And then the P is plan. So in your head and in your mind, think about those obstacles and make a what if plan for each of those obstacles. So in your mind, you're thinking through, for example, if you thought, I'm really worried that I'll eat between meals, make a what if plan that, well, okay, well, what I'll do is I'll have a pint of water if I feel hungry, just to see if it's that, if I'm dehydrated rather than hungry. So in, the, in your mind, you'll find a way of resolving those solutions. So if and when in the real world you come to it, your mind has already found a way to, to, to do it. So if you set goals, write them down and be emotionally outtouched to the outcome, it will really, really help. It's half the battle. And if you're positive about any changes that you're planning to make and you've made those plans. So we said before about having the, you know, the menu for the week, you, you know what you're going to have. You've got the food in the house. It will help you to avoid temptation. So I don't know if that would help, but it certainly helped me. Yeah, uh, I think um, another great tips and uh, it's actually very um, similar. I'm doing a coaching course at the moment and they talk about, although it's called, different stuff essentially it's 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 the same kind of thing you know 
planning about what it is you want to achieve and thinking about what could derail you and the little tactics for what you can do when those things do happen because we all know ourselves really well right a woman called gabrielle otting ottingen i think her name is she's written a book called rethinking positive thinking inside the new science of motivation and i'd really recommend it as a, a sort of go-to um study it's all science-based it's about how the neurons in your brain work so by focusing on your why and the outcome before you think about the obstacles there's something going on in your brain that helps you to to achieve it fascinating fascinating read that definitely sounds like a a, a book to read without a doubt we can put that in in the show notes so um now that's been like really really interesting if people are wanting to to make a change in their life that the first the first place you have to start is in your head no definitely I can absolutely vouch for that. You know, this isn't about my personal story, but if anyone wants to find out about it, they can look at my website. But um, no, Michelle, it's been absolutely brilliant. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, chat about all things aloe vera and, um, uh, and what you do. And yeah, it's been really, really great. Thanks for coming on. <laughs>